0: It's Ken Dorsey's time now. What the Bills' new offensive coordinator will do and what he should do. Plus, the players who need to take that next step on both the offense and the defense. And it's draft time. Jenna and Dan picking which games each will get to shoot from the sidelines this year. All that's coming up on this week's edition of the Buffalo Plus Podcast.
1: All right, welcome back to the Buffalo Plus podcast presented by the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. My Catalana, Dan Fates. I am Jenna Kochel. We have a very special episode for you coming up, Dan and I. It might get a little contentious, but before we jump into that, please be sure to like, comment. Most importantly, subscribe to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. And if you enjoy our content, Share with your friends that are also into the Bills. We, we love growing our base, and we've had so much fun doing this channel. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump into it. OTAs once again this week. We got to talk to Ken Dorsey, Mike, the Bills' new offensive coordinator. Obviously, he's been with the team since 2019. He was promoted from quarterbacks coach. But what do you make of what he will bring to this offense, and what does he need to do?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I like his attitude. He starts right out by talking about working with Brian Dable mm-hmm. and what worked, because that worked. And I know there's critics of Brian Dable. Guess what? There's going to be critics of Ken Dorsey, too. You're calling plays in the NFL. The key to calling a good play is that it works, right? That's the way it works (laughs) in this league. Very results-based. Right. It's 100%. You know, if it doesn't work, it's a terrible call. And these guys know this. They live with this. And Ken Dorsey appears to be really smart. He played big-time college football. He's been in that position. And... He's not dumb. He's not going to sit there and go, oh, no. Yeah, I know what Brian Dable did, but it's the Ken Dorsey show. Doesn't right. appear to be his personality, and I think that's a smart thing. But, Dan, I would also say he's going to put the Ken Dorsey spin on it like yeah. he should because I'm sure there have been things he's looking at going, I'd do more of this, or I might try some of that. This was the first time we've actually heard Ken Dorsey
2: talk. Yeah. like, Like, I think since he came to – Buffalo. Like I, I didn't really know what he sounded like besides hearing him yell during some practices, but like that's about it. His personality, like correct me if I'm wrong and you can watch the full Ken Dorsey press conference. Jenna was up there yesterday on the Buffalo mm-hmm. plus YouTube channel. His personality is way more of Josh's than I thought it would be. Like they're both okay. that quirky, funny, like that kind of vibe where I always thought Dable was, you know, we love, we love Dable, but you know, it was thoughtful, didn't didn't say a whole lot, and it was it was kind of kind of concise. Ken Dorsey's kind of hey, like yeah, you know, I didn't I don't really. It was kind of the vibe that I got, right,
1: Jenna? Well, I, I agree with you. I just think that it was like when Sean McDermott was first, you know, introduced to the team in his press conferences. It's the off season. It's light. It's fun. Your first time meeting the media. I expect that to change. Like, I expect to see a more Dable approach in terms of Sean McDermott approach in terms of once we get into the season, things kind of heat up. Maybe there's some controversy, some things not going right. For the first time meeting him, though, I was just struck by, yeah, he he does have that, like, goofy side. Which
2: is that, like, you see with Josh with, like, mic'd up stuff. Like, like yeah, that yeah. kind of where where obviously they spent a lot of time in the room together. And and what was it, Jenna? It was the best thing about the – he made the Talladega Nights comment?
1: Yeah, like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, we, we asked what it's been like in terms of just, like, progressing from being QB coach to taking over this entire offense. And he was joking, like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And what he meant by that is just, like, when he's on the field for OTAs and the team is getting into the work, normally he would be with the quarterback. So he knew where to stand. But he's like, I'm kind of walking around – Not really sure exactly where to go. He'll figure it out. Not worried about that. But yeah, I was just, that is something that Josh Allen would do. Josh would quote Talladega Knights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the other part about it is it highlights what the job is. Mm -hmm. And there have been times because of who the bills are and because of who Josh Allen is that it, it almost felt like the offensive coordinator was the Josh Allen coach and Brian Dable was so tied to Josh and it made sense, right? Because the offense runs Mm -hmm. through Josh Allen. But you do realize he coaches the entire offense. And while the position coaches have an immense impact, you know, like Chad Hall with the wide receivers, Mm -hmm. um, it's still your job to be the coach of the overall team. And I just think about the fact that he's been with Josh in that role really changes the dynamic because he's been Josh's personal coach there as the quarterback's coach. And now he's got to, and I don't mean step away in a bad way, but all of a sudden it's like, hey, You know, Ken realizes I I have this whole offense. I'm dealing with Aaron Cromer now, who brings his own set of things that he wants to do as a as an offensive line coach, a former offensive coordinator. You know, how much of the things that were super successful that Dayball did do I continue? What kind of spins do I put on those things? And then Dan, the other part is it's the adjustment to the change in personnel. And, you know, that is incorporating Cook, you know, a larger role for Gabe Davis, all those kind of things that I think are going to be an evolution as the season goes on. Going back to your, go go ahead, ahead. Jenna.
1: No, I I think um, that brought up the point I wanted to talk about, about just the trust that Allen and him have, because he came to the Bills when Allen was into his second season, going Mm -hmm. into his second season. So obviously there's been a tremendous amount of growth. And then just jumping off of that, I think Ken Dorsey listening to him yesterday is very cognizant of the fact that he has so many experienced coaches below him. And I I, talking with Mitch Morris and Gabe Davis and some of the players yesterday, they mentioned how, you know, Dorsey is using and leaning on that experience so much instead of trying to make it his own way. Like he understands what works, what has worked for the team in general, and then specifically how they can kind of, rely on what they've already done so successfully and the you know the veteran leadership that's been in those coaching positions to kind of steer him through, which there will be parts that are a little bit uncomfortable and all those things.
2: It's been no secret that we are a Brian Dable podcast. As yeah. I have said before, um, I love him more and respect him more than some members of my family. Like that's <laughs> just how much I think of, of Brian Dable. And yeah. I know there's so many people in the comments, even going off last one saying like, Dable wasn't that great. Like Dorsey's gonna be great. Like like almost like there there aren't that big of shoes to fill. And and I like that. I like that Dorsey. I think understands the magnitude of like the last guy didn't get fired. Yeah, the last guy got hired to be a head coach. Like like this wasn't like a oh few like good. The guy's gone. Nobody wants him. He's now an offensive line coach in Jacksonville. Like no, like he he's a head coach of a of, a, of an entire football team, and. I think what also, and, and I've been hesitant at times, and I'm not going to back away from that, just saying that like I, I am skeptical about Dorsey, but Dorsey's also had a successful quarterbacks coaching career before he came to Buffalo. Like like he helped Cam Newton to one of his best seasons. He's been around MVP caliber quarterbacks, and I think that's yeah. another thing that sometimes I forget where I'm like, well, it's Ken Dorsey. Yeah, he was a, one of the winningest college coaches, and then it's like, well, he probably just came here. It's like, oh no, 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 he was. He's pretty good in Carolina. Like, like they were pretty lucky to to get him to come here, and and so I think that's another thing where you can rely on. This isn't his like first promotion. Like, yeah, it was maybe a lateral move, but you also got to go and and work with going from Cam Newton to now being with Josh Allen, a young Josh Allen before Josh Allen was this Josh Allen, and, and getting to work with him. To both your guys' point, that like that relationship that is is going to be better the more i i, I kind of calm down about like he's never called plays before oh my gosh right. and it's like all right yeah i, I think we'll, okay the time still needs to be held
0: yeah you know, time will tell two things and i believe i'm using this phrase correctly but i always ask you guys uh, based on the fact uh, that i might have a little more <clears throat> experience than you two but i believe uh doug marone caught a stray there from you dan is that yes. correct that is, that is very correct, Mike. Uh, offensive line coach in Jacksonville is beautiful. Because was that, was that, I it was so that, good. I I um, that one in there. Yeah, when I do, I'm always like like peeking over. Am I going to jump into the pool here? And I just want to look around and make sure it's okay <laughs> before I do. Uh, but, oh, but the permission. second thing is I'm not as concerned about him calling plays. I'm concerned about Ken Darcy being enough of a hard ass to be this coordinator
1: see I thought the same thing but talking with the players yesterday I asked Gabe Davis because I was like we know so much about Brian Dable's personality and he jumped my question it was like Ken Dorsey is one of the most fiery competitors and That's, that's good and he I said think that's good. Because yeah. Ken Dorsey was saying, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to call plays up in the box. I don't know if I'm going to be on the field. Obviously, right. Brian Dable used to call plays from the booth, so a different kind of situation. And Gabe Davis was like, no, he needs to be up in the box because of, because of who he is and how fiery he gets and all this stuff. Yeah. And even Mitch Morris talked about the fact that he is a super competitive guy, which obviously reminds me also of Allen. But the fact that, like, I don't want to... He basically said like you see God if Dorsey's mad at you. Like like it was okay. about around that's, that's like a roundabout way of saying what he said, but I was shocked by that because
0: I guess we haven't seen that side of him. You're right. And I I think that's an a very good trait to have. Uh let's start with Dable being on the sidelines to start because he was holding Josh's hands. Yeah. And sometimes he jumped him. I mean, we're going to mm-hmm. do your draft of being on the sidelines. You guys have seen it up close back yeah. when mm-hmm. Josh was first the guy. And I think that evolution to going upstairs, Josh didn't need his hand held. And if he did, he had his quarterback's coach. Correct. Well, now there are going to be moments. Hey, we saw it with Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels. Well, they're screaming on the sidelines. Five Super Bowl championships in and it yeah. happens. And I'm not saying that means he needs to scream at him. But Brian Dable had the personality and the resume in time in the league and who he worked for. Yep. We know last year. He was in it with yeah. Sean McDermott, okay. So, and I think that necessarily, I think that is a a positive thing for a team, and it might have been what agreed mm-hmm. sort, of, sort of led to this. That's the only thing I'm saying is because he hasn't been in that spot. And Jenna's right. I think it's great if he has that personality. Yeah, but he hasn't been in this spot yet. It's I agree. All in the play, but
1: but I think that's where that trust comes in so huge. Yeah. because if there is that disagreement. Alan trusts Dorsey. Yeah. But but it's seemingly not seemingly about- from the outside to to make those decisions. But I think to Mike's point,
2: it's not about Allen trusting or not trusting. It's if Dorsey has the this is gonna come across crude, the balls to 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 stand to up. Light
0: and Josh up.
2: To whether it's light Josh yep. up or almost not light McDermott up, but like no 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 no. Push we're back. doing this. Like, yeah. like like we're doing this. This is my call. This is my offense. We're doing this. And that only comes with time. That only comes with being in the foxhole and getting out there and and, and making the right call that that grows. And that's where, again, people can criticize Dable for some of his play calls, but more often than not, Dable called the right plays because they averaged, they were a top three scoring offense over the last two years. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely see what you're talking about and, and time really will tell, but I think even talking again with Gabe Davis yesterday, like Ken Dorsey was such a great quarterback at Miami. Like he wants to pass mm-hmm. the ball. That's where he comes from. Actually, Ken Dorsey actually jumped in during some of the drills and was throwing the ball out there uh, at on Tuesday. But I, I just think I still what is see Ken Dorsey, it? nine feet tall and weighs he's like 80, so 84 it's pounds. It's so funny because like Dable next to Ken Dorsey, it's just
0: the number 10. Yep. yep. Number he
2: 10. He looks up. like it's, he looks like
0: he's on stilts. Ken Dorsey's <laughs> looks so tall, and he was a heck of a quarterback. And if you think about it, at the U, he's the quarterback yeah. at the U, yeah, he's the quarterback with the cocky, you know, high Did he flying play with Frank Gore. Uh, no, I I believe Frank Gore played with Sonny Jurgensen. <laughs> no, I mean I'm thinking how far back Ken Dorsey, Michael Irvin. What's Ken Dorsey? He's probably look. 40. 40. This is good podcasting.
1: 43.
0: 43. Okay. So yeah. Oh, he's 41. He's 41. 40. Okay.
1: 41. Oh, Frank Gore. Frank Gore's <laughs> 45.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: he's 39. So.
0: Wait a minute. He keeps getting younger. <laughs> he's 30. 39. Yeah. So he might have played uh, with Frank Gore. Yeah. yeah. Wait. They also played together in
2: San Fran. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Dorsey and and Gore were in San Fran together.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he's a, he's definitely confirmed
2: they were on the team in two thousand and one. Wow, sweet. That's... Along with Clinton Portis, oh how about gosh. that team? Yeah, and Willis McGahey. Wow. Team... but but yeah. you
0: know he was I mean he was a great great college quarterback again. That doesn't necessarily mean you know that. I mean, it it helps. I think to play the position he's in some ways, but you know, there's been a lot of really good coordinators that weren't pro football players or college great college players. But no, Dorsey comes at it differently. I just want to see. And again, it's not like Josh needs a lot of that, but I don't think Josh backs away from criticism. I don't think he backs away from coaching. But what have we heard about him? He's the first to criticize himself. Yeah. So so that helps. A yeah. little bit. You're not getting. A, you're not getting Carson Wentz here, who's afraid to hear anything bad. Yeah. Um. You're getting a guy who knows it before you tell him. But there's going to be moments, I think.
2: All right. Last two names <laughs> off this 2001 Miami <laughs> Hurricanes team because this is incredible. Kellen Winslow was also on the team. Guys that have retired so long ago that had like wow. Ed Reed was a coach for the Bills and Frank Gore was still playing. It's, it's like insane. think about how long ago that was. Um. Also. Jeremy Shockey, and Roscoe Parrish was also on that 2001 Miami Hurricanes team. Yeah. Wow. All right. Sorry, that was just a trip down memory lane. I'm that's like, okay. holy cow.
1: No, that's fine. Quick aside. Um, all right, let's get into something else then. The players that we think need to take a step up yeah. this upcoming season. Dan, I'm going to start with you. Offensive side
2: of the ball, this is somebody
1: that <laughs> I have been – Oh, I already know where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, And
2: I'm not not going to back down from this. Uh, I think Gabe Davis needs to step up, and and I mean that in the sense of you go from being a role guy to now being one of the guys, And, and I think that's a big change. It's it's going from that spot starter as a baseball on a baseball team where it's like, oh, if he goes out there and has a good game, that's great. If he doesn't, you're going, oh, well, you know, he's he's not really a starter. Now you're the starter. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting to, to say that somebody needs to step up. And Mike and I were talking about this yesterday in the sports office, that a guy needs to step up after having one of the greatest football games in NFL history. Um, mm-hmm. But he only caught like 34 passes last year. Like that like, – to sit here and say like, oh, Gabe Davis is, is going to be a top 15 wide receiver is – to me it's a little bit of an overreaction. And I know the comments will say, Gabe Davis is great. And I, I, he can be. He, he absolutely can be. Um, last year, we were talking about Dawson Knox being the guy that stepped up, and, and he did. And Dawson Knox made that step. Gabe Davis needs to be that guy, like Mike and I were talking about, that needs to be consistently six catches, 70 yards. Like, he needs yeah. to be that level of a guy, not a two catches for 35 yards. That's the difference. When you're, when you're a role player guy, that, that's fine. You, you catch your ball, you catch your third down, and it's, that's mm-hmm. great. That's awesome. This is now a step up that he's got to make.
0: Dan, I agree with Dan hundred percent on Davis, and that's not even remotely a criticism of Gabe Davis. They've looked at it and said, we believe in him, mm-hmm. but now he has to show us. And I would say that right now to the guy writing a comment in criticizing Dan and now I because I'm with him on this, it's not all about stats, but I would say to you, in what round would you draft Gabe Davis in a fantasy league? The reason I say that is because when you draft a guy, that's the number two wide receiver on an offense like the Bills, you're expecting that guy to have the the season that Dan's talking about, six for 75 and a touchdown. Like that's what you're – and then on given weeks, he's the number one guy. And as great as Diggs is, is Gabe Davis the guy that on a given week when a lot of the attention goes to to Stephon Diggs, that Mm -hmm. Gabe comes up with the big game that way? He's had them. He's had moments but it's on a more consistent basis that he's that guy. I think it's in the guy. I mean, I agree that move he made in the playoff game was spectacular. I mean, it's a shame that that thing should get, you know, just like a guy crossing somebody over in the NBA, like it should get played over and over again uh, on the plays that he made. But again, now, now it's over the 17 games. He's been good in the playoffs. He's had big moments in the playoffs, which is fantastic. Yeah, But I I think, Jenna, he can be a prominent weekly player on the Bills' offense, and that would be huge for Josh.
1: I agree. I think I would phrase it as, he's done what he's been asked, but now he's going to be asked to do
0: more. That's good. Ooh, I like that. I I wrote
1: that down because you guys were talking, and I knew I would forget. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I I truly believe that like he has done what has been asked of him and he's done a great job at it. But now this year that step is going to be for even more. And I think, again, I agree with you guys. I think he will be up for that challenge. But I think when you get outside of Western New York and Bill's fans, if you were to ask, if I were to ask, you know, my sister, who are the, who's Gabe Davis, she'd be like, I have no idea. You know, like in terms of like, she's a football fan, but she's a fan of a different team. So yeah. she would, you know, maybe Gabe Davis becomes more. I don't want to say a national name, but in terms of the division and players like that, you're, you're like, oh, that's a that's a really good guy. In the, game,
0: the Yeah. Office. You know so- what, Jenna, That's a good point. And if they would have and I'm sorry to bring this up, but if they would have won that Kansas City game, yeah,
1: it would have been Gabe would have gotten different. so yeah.
0: much more attention going into when they beat the Bengals and then went to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. But I digress.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, Mike, who's
0: your player? Do you have a spectrum? I'm with him on offensively with Davis. I, I would say that. Defensively. Or do you have another guy, Jenna?
1: Well, this one, I don't know if he is the guy. Because I feel like last year we asked this of him. But they have tried to dra- draft Devin Singletary's replacement now, <laughs> the last couple of seasons. Wasn't me. Yeah.
2: I just want this on the record. It wasn't me that said Devin Singletary needs to step up.
1: Um, Had a nice ending to his season in terms of Singletary. But again, they drafted Cook. They're looking for another guy. I just I don't know if Devin Singletary has it in him to be that guy that that bell cow. All those things, and I know the Bills have said they don't want a bell cow. They don't they don't believe in that philosophy as much. But that's because they don't have a bell cow. If you had a guy that could take all those snaps and be that productive, you would obviously have him inserted into the lineup as much as possible. Um, this is the second
2: time they have drafted. Yeah. Running back in his on his rookie deal while Devin Singletary is. I guarantee he's gonna be in the best shape of his life. Him we are in last
1: year in the best shape of his life.
0: True. Can he be in better shape? Uh here's what I would say, Jenna, about Devin Singletary. I think he's a really good football player, and I think he came through for them. But the issue is a nice football player at running back. Um, number one, it's not a position that teams really are eager to be giving a big second deal to. Fair. Right? It's just not Definitely. there's a few yep. guys that are that way and not all of them. And then two, Devin Singletary, when I say that, like he had some big plays for them. He's a was a good player. He became a more important player to their offense. Mm-hmm. But there is also the reality in the NFL that at at a certain it's not even age. It's it's miles on the tires and you say tread this is who he is. So are we just letting him walk at the end of the year and you you go find another guy. <laughs> you find another guy that you can plug in. And I think that's what they've attempted to do. Now with Cook, you're talking about a different type of player, maybe a more dynamic player to go with him. It doesn't mean you know Singletary could end up being really good this year and he gets a modest deal to stay in Buffalo. He's not like he's old, but yeah. I do think you know, look at what they've done. Dan said it. They drafted over him once. They drafted again, and they've shown that they're not married to him at that position.
2: We're on like year three of Devin Singletary needing to shit or get off the pot. Like, like, <laughs> like we are on. We and guess what? And it, it is. It's amazing to me too, Mike. The fact that you're sitting here going, "Oh, they drafted a guy that's that's more dynamic." Singletary was supposed to be the dynamic guy. Like, yeah, like he was. Brandon Bean's words were, he can make guys miss in a phone book. He was the most dynamic player that I watched and scouted this year. And I know it's Bean talk, but I'm just saying, like, it's on a like roll, Jenna.
0: phone booth. Phone booth.
1: what
2: I say?
0: <laughs> phone book.
1: book. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that good. I miss in a
2: phone. Book, that, that's next level. If you can make a guy miss in a phone book, that's above a phone booth.
0: But yeah. <laughs> By the way, do we need a new analogy there because there's no more phone books or phone booths
1: (laughs) they're gone some of the draft terminology or like the phrases i'm like this is some interesting stuff all right so it is then maybe it's not a step up year it's a show me year
0: yeah because i think they're predisposed to move on from him, and Mm that's it maybe this is just who he is and guess what he'll get signed by another team he's he's a good running back you know we we don't know where this year is going to take us i think Gabe Davis, to me, is a guy, especially at that wide receiver position, that I think they have really high hopes for, and he's shown flashes of what he can be. But I was going to say, defensively, I'm going with Greg Rousseau, yeah, number one pick. Just, yep. Young and, defense, yeah, yeah, and this could be the year where Brandon Bean says, "Hallelujah, I got it right. I went out and spent the money on Von Miller." and I had drafted this kid number one. He's going into year two. He showed flashes, Mm -hmm. but, man, you better be doubling Von Miller in those pass rushing situations, and if Ed Oliver's getting that push in the inside, Dan, Greg Rousseau better be ready because he's going to have every opportunity to be that impactful guy.
2: I agree with you 100%. Um, We could probably say A.J. Epinesa, but it just doesn't seem like that's as likely Like, like it's more likely that Greg Rousseau has it has a more of a breakout year or a step up year Mm -hmm. to impact the defense. Um, I'll I'll go with Dane Jackson, and and just in the sense of he doesn't need to be great; he just needs to be Levi Wallace esque, which is which is good. You don't need to be great, Dane. Like you just need to be good and and fill in the the, if if and when. And Mike looks like he's having a stroke over there. I don't know what
0: happened. Dane Jackson's going to be the backup.
2: Okay, Levi was There's, a starter. I agree, but there are going to be times where Dane is going to get meaningful minutes. Whether right. if it's that's
1: fair, that's yeah. whether
2: it's Kyir needs time, whether it's injuries, whether it's Trey needing not playing at, at, at certain times in games because of coming off the injury. One of those things, I think Dane will. They will need to rely on Dane Jackson. We have learned anything. It is depth in the secondary is something that the Bills haven't had at times. And I think Dane needs to be that guy that they can rely on more in situations because teams are going to go three, four wide. That, that, that's what they're going to do. And that's the NFL. And Dane needs to be that guy, I think, to be good. Not great, but but prove that he can be a starter if need be.
1: Okay. Not going to lie in the beginning, I was like, Dan, skeptical. But I see your point. I understand what you're saying. And yes, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. All right, gentlemen. Oh, so by we- the way, I
0: would just wanted to add one quick thing. I just looked it up. Greg Rousseau. University of Miami uh, was a year old when <laughs> that 2001 <laughs> team. And think about it. Frank Gore was playing then.
1: That's and who insane. knows he could
0: end up on an NFL roster. That's really insane.
1: Yeah. From the U. Oh my gosh. I want Greg Rousseau to do well because I thought the bills would draft him and they did. <laughs> you were right. Purely selfish reasons. Yep. Um Okay. All right. Are we all right. Ready? So I
0: got to set this up for us here. Yes. So let me let me explain to people, and we appreciate all of our Buffalo Plus YouTube viewers, but you guys know that we have a night job. I wouldn't say day job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Channel thirteen and Fox Rochester Television, and that's where Dan and Jenna and I work in conjunction with what we do on Buffalo Plus. So as part of that, uh, we're at the games, and. Part of that as an affiliate of of a credentialed media group, we get a spot to shoot the games on the sidelines and a spot in the press box on a weekly basis. And then the third one of our group ends up back at the TV station handling the duties there and anchoring the newscast. So that's the other thing we do. So what it comes down to is I have the difficult job of sitting in the press box, sipping on coffee and watching the game. And Dan and Jenna get the easy job of traipsing up and down the sidelines in all kinds of weather with a camera to shoot the games. Is that about right?
1: I will say um, you usually bring me down snacks. Yes. (laughs)
2: Wow,
0: he brings you snacks.
1: Wait, he doesn't bring you snacks?
0: Come on, Dan. I usually at the home games, I steal candy and bring it down from the press box.
1: Yeah.
2: You
0: you have hooked me up
2: with with hand warmers and electric gloves the one
0: time. Hand warmers, electric That's gloves that good. died in that, that crazy game. But um <laughs> but in this case, so so here's the deal. So there are two of us going to all the games. Usually I go because one of you guys is going to be shooting the game and being down there on the field and it is I a difficult the camera. <laughs> it is a difficult job, but it's also enjoyable for you guys. You're right in the middle of the action. Traveling
1: is someone who's been hit on the sidelines. Yes, you're right in the middle of the action.
2: For someone who has tackled a player, she's like (laughs) she. It's all about it.
0: Yes, so Google it if you'd like. It's Jenna crushes Mike Evans and Trey White on the sidelines
2: now. And I think also, Mike, I think people think that like we just pull names out of a hat or wake up on Sunday and go like, who's going to the game? Yeah. So so these are number one.
0: We we yeah. we plan ahead. We travel. You got to book flights or driving wherever, and so anyhow. Uh, yes. So in fairness to Dan and Jenna, you know they have lives. We're trying to work around everything. They have preferences where they want to go. Mm-hmm. We you guys choose to some extent the yes. games you're going to shoot. So they've did it before. Now they're going to do it again. We're going to have a draft and. Each one. Now we're doing straight back and forth here, right? So it's just the two of you. Yeah. Uh oh. What do you got there, Jerry? It's Jerry
1: Are you kidding me? You want to see
0: my notes? It's Jerry Jones. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> These are my notes.
0: So Dan has his big board. He says he's Brandon Bean. He's sticking to the board. He's got his order. Yeah. I also Jenna, can't believe how many people are interested in this. Like Jenna so many as people are in, in on this. Is yeah. the get the gets the number one pick. Yes. So I'm getting booed right now, like Goodell and announcing that Ooh. Jenna Cottrell is on the board. Yeah. So she gets to make the first pick, home and away. And should we mention the two games that are off the Okay? Table? So
1: yeah. So first and foremost, um, we're gonna do all the away games first, right. and then the home games. Just so that way we're not Filming games back-to-back, sometimes that can be a lot in terms of travel, all that stuff. And then also, yeah, why don't you explain the games yeah. Christmas because Eve Eve. Because I am a generous soul. <laughs>
0: Christmas Fact. Eve. And uh, Jenna's coming up clutch. Dan, the new papa, home on Christmas Eve. Well, he's going to be working. Working. But being but back, always- back and forth. Because uh, all three of us are always working at the games, no matter what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, So Christmas Eve in Chicago, Jenna and I will go to that game. And then I think she's flying off to Tahiti or somewhere after the game. That's what she does per usual for Christmas. Per usual. Yeah. And Dan yeah. is going to. Uh, we're going to. We're another Thanksgiving game. Yeah. The Bills might as well just be in it every year. Uh, Detroit, which is lovely at Thanksgiving. So, so those games are off the board. Dan's gone to Detroit, and Jenna's going. Um, I like Detroit. Also, I just do. Say, yeah, I, I, I did that preseason season game there in 2019. The poker room or the casinos. Uh, I'm sure yeah, they're we'll, figure, be open. we'll figure
2: that well, out. Um, I, I get, I get the city, you know, but like Ford Field is one of the coolest fields. Um, yeah. the, the one of the walls of the stadium is built off an old industrial warehouse from yeah. Detroit. So it's like an indoor, it's just a cool field. It's got some uh exposed brick. Jenna, yeah, you, you know, EB like it looks good and it's it's a dome. So it's a dome in that. But again, I have to thank Jenna um, for doing this. Yes. Obviously, um, having a young daughter, I'd like to be there for mm-hmm. Christmas Eve morning and Christmas Day morning. So I appreciate yeah. Jenna and Jenna coming up clutch shane is is pretty cute so she'll she'll give you a hug and a kiss later
1: i don't think my plant will miss me as much over (laughs) uh christmas so i think we're good yeah okay all right
0: so jenna is on the clock road games first jenna go ahead should i be like jacksonville and not have a decision (laughs) made no i'm kidding (laughs) she's taking phone calls on trains
1: (laughs) um no, I mean, I think this is the obvious pick. It's the season opener in L.A., the defending Super Bowl champions taking on the future defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, I've never been to L.A. either. There are already restaurants I want to try. <laughs> I'm also a big fan of of weather, nice weather. So uh, with the first overall selection, I will be taking the NFL season opener, the Buffalo Bills against the L.A. Rams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Kuiper loves the pick. Uh, they had, in, <laughs> they had the Rams as the number one McShay also. I think it's consensus. I think okay. it's yeah. The smart
1: seemed pack. like the easy thing to do.
0: Yeah. Okay. Dan, am I on the clock? Yeah. Dan is on the clock. This
2: is a lot of people are, everybody knew what, what one, one was going to be. That, yeah. that was, that was the, that was lit. Yeah. I think there's a better game. I, I, there's not a better atmosphere. There may be a better game. I'm going to take Kansas city. Okay. Yeah. I, in I mean, week six. Yeah. Okay. At Kansas city. I think that is the best game on the schedule. You're getting the rematch yeah, of I that think epic fair. playoff game. You're going to get some, we're going to get barbecue. We'll go to slaps
1: or yeah. find a new flaps slaps. So, place so we'll so do
2: fun. that. Um, so that was, and then now, now it's chaos, but I'm going to yeah. say Kansas well, city with my first overall pick.
0: All right. So we're in LA and Kansas city. Yeah. Uh, I, the draft really started with pick two. Because yeah, It I was agree. known there. I and figured yeah. I
1: figured you would go, Casey, because my thought process is I feel like we're going to be back there.
0: Ooh. Ooh. You know? I think they're coming to Buffalo.
1: All right. Well, either way. Yeah. If I don't have to go to Kansas City, that's fine, too.
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful airport. It's a
1: beautiful airport. They actually it's did weird. renovations on it.
0: Yeah, they need to do more. It should more. be like, less
1: terrible, but, but that's still substantially lower than Start fine. over again.
0: Yeah, no. Okay. All right, Janet, <laughs>
1: back on this- the clock pick three see this is what's tough is because there's good games later in the season but they're going to be cold <laughs> mm-hmm. so i don't love the cold
2: i'm i'm on pins and needles because this is
1: this is, this is interesting because i don't think you're gonna expect this
0: i'm gonna go baltimore oh oh the war room reacts. oh
1: yeah and here's my thought process early on okay. in the season. It's going to be nice. Obviously, there's a lot of expectations on this Ravens team, Lamar Jackson, all of that. Good I pick. also love seafood. Uh, orange crushes are amazing as well. So I'm going. Wow. See,
0: that's, that's, that's the thing you have to keep in mind. Jenna begins with one and one A for every pick of hers is food and weather.
1: Weather first, actually. Yeah, I know. And then
0: food. I know okay. that's a really strong
2: pick. That was my last tier one game. I had mm. three games in tier one. Dan, you can't trade
0: back.
1: I know. Ah. I'm curious where you're going to go with this one. Yeah. I got, not going to lie. I don't love the this?
0: Buffalo plus draft. Dan face is on the clock.
1: Okay. Yeah, let me, let me look at,
0: so let me mark Jenna for Baltimore. They're scrambling
2: here. Yeah, Like, I, I don't love this. I don't yeah, love this. You're
1: in a tough, you're in a tough spot,
2: but I, I'm going to stick to my board. I'm gonna okay. stick to my board. It's the number one game I have for tier two. Okay. I'm gonna go Miami week three.
1: Oh, perfect! I didn't want to go to that.
2: I, I now now the, now the knock is it's Miami. You go there all the time. I I get that. You're still gonna get a beach. I, I do like doing the stand ups from the beach and the water. Yeah, that's um, nice. Easy stadium to to maneuver around. Um, so you I'll know take I'll, well. I'll take sideline
1: though. That sideline is directly the visiting sideline. There's is other due, things on the sidelines
2: too. Jenna, there's other things on the <laughs> sidelines that 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 get in the way at times as well. But I'll take I'll take Miami.
1: I actually well this is good because those would be back to back. So you get to Correct. go to Miami and then I get to go to Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> wow. What well, what could possibly distract you in Miami?
0: I didn't um, say distract. I just said it's the uh, <laughs> maneuvering stuff okay yeah Mm, interesting all right uh four picks in (laughs) jenna pick number okay
1: well i feel like see this we actually didn't discuss this but i have family that live in massachusetts so i but i don't really want to give up that i don't know
2: you will get an extra away game like you, because the bills have more away games than home games this year. Yes, you yeah, will get an extra away game. game.
1: That is true. Um, <clears throat> you have Detroit. I mean, I already have Chicago. Correct. Okay.
2: L-A-M-4. I feel good about my round three pick. No matter where it goes here. I feel good about this next pick.
0: Well, that's good. Interesting.
1: I wonder what you're going to do. Hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
0: got to get the card in
1: um you know what i will go i love the new york trip i do i have family and friends in new york and mike we always go down a little early because you also have family there so i'm gonna yeah. pick new york
0: the new york jets I pick,
2: that was that was the next pick on my board this is going chalk this is this is pretty simple
0: i Jenna, mean it, that, that yeah. trick uh, also would include meeting blake
1: <gasps> oh, oh yeah oh, <clears throat> Doug deals. That okay. I you I should have told know that. Me that before.
2: Hey, that's like hidden medicals. I didn't know that his ACL <laughs> was fully repaired. That this that, like this would have shot up. This would have been a late round sleeper. It's the, the uh,
0: it's the first grandchild of Buffalo Plus.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's not from me. <laughs>
1: Yay! So that
2: is week nine.
0: That is week
1: nine. Correct. After yeah. the Sunday night game.
2: All right, that was the next game I had. I also have friends outside of in Hoboken. So sorry, Steve. I will not be there. Maybe this this may be where the draft goes a little sideways. There's only two games left to pick. And I'm actually I this was the last game I had on my tier two. Okay. I'll great. take since I'll take Cincinnati.
1: Perfect I will, because I want to go to see my family.
2: Perfect. This is how it works out well. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. I think that could be another meaningful game. Uh it's January second. Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. Cincinnati, but I've heard it's beautiful that time of the it year. It is. It's I, really Cincinnati nice. Is. I will the say, food, I do like
1: their— their the, the,
2: the Skyline Chili? You love their Skyline no, Chili? No, I that's was going to say
1: the field is nice. <sighs>
2: yes. I don't yeah.
1: mind their stadium.
2: So, But I just want right to see Joe Burrow in person. Hopefully, I, I think that, that game could be for you know, big seating. It's a Monday night game. Yeah, I will take
1: good. Cincinnati. Top seed in the AFC could be up for grabs.
0: So I'm going to make a little prediction on that game. The graphic before the game shows Cincinnati in the hunt. Hmm. Interesting. In the hunt this year. Wow. They take that step back, losing Super Bowl team. Hmm. Unless you're New England, usually it's a fade back. So, all right. So, so Jennings, those are, yeah. And Jen is <clears> going <throat> to New England. Okay. New yeah. England.
1: So I did LA, Baltimore, Chicago, New York trip, and then. Foxborough, which I have family there, so I enjoy going to anyways. Okay. See,
2: I get first pick on home games. Yeah. Okay, I get first pick on home games. Well, we don't need to wait long. This is easy. It's the Monday night against Tennessee. It's yeah, the home game. It's that that was the clear cut 1-1 for home games, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do Green Bay. Good pick. Yeah, Sunday Night Football. Prime time. Prime time. Aaron Rodgers. Who Josh Allen will be seeing in the match. The match. The match. So,
2: the home games are all weird because we've said before, a lot of them are late in the season, and weather is a huge factor in a lot of those games. So, I will take the last game that I think the weather will be somewhat nice in. I'll take the week five (laughs) At home against Pittsburgh.
0: Oh, okay. I like that game. Sneaky, that's also, good that's, game.
1: That's a sneaky good game.
0: It's Mitch Tom, Trubisky.
2: Yeah, that's odd. Tomlin and Mac Daddy were college teammates. I don't know if we're big, that. We'll, we'll talk about that leading up to the game too. So I'll yeah. take Pittsburgh in week five.
1: All right, so a quick refresher then through week eight. So it's, I'll be in LA. You're home for Tennessee. Yep. You're on the road for Miami. I'm yep. going to Baltimore. Then you're doing Steelers game at home, then Kansas City on the road, the bye week, and then I'm doing Green Bay.
0: Correct. And New York. And then New York. Yep.
2: Yep. So we are we are through November sixth. We are through Mm -hmm. week nine.
0: And Dan, you are on the clock. No, no. Jenna is. I just took Pittsburgh. Oh, you just took Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That
2: was my last tier one game of of home games. It was Tennessee, Green Bay, and Pittsburgh just because of weather.
1: Yeah, that's very fair. Bad at it. That is.
0: Mang. You're going to be on the road. So we're still looking at home Miami, home Jets. Yep. Home Patriots, right?
2: Minnesota, Cleveland, New York, Miami, New England.
1: I'll do the Cleveland game. Okay. I think we'll have friends in town. At the game,
2: I will take Minnesota. Damn it.
1: I I will take
2: the Cook Connection game.
1: Oh, yeah, that'll be good.
2: I'm just like predicting a snowstorm on November 13th that it's going to come in.
1: No, I don't know. Although it was actually comical the way last year broke down because Dan's weather games were awful and i got beautiful weather so by the
2: time it got to be wednesday people didn't need to ask because they saw the (laughs) forecast of whatever game it was and if it was blizzard like conditions sub zero wins it was like oh dan's shooting this game isn't he it's like yes he is yeah remember it was sunny and 80 it's like wow it's a really warm (laughs) day in december oh it's jenna's game dan remember
0: thinking (laughs) that the i am playoff game was okay against the patriots The sub, the the zero degree game
2: was a cakewalk compared Compared to the wind on Monday night.
1: Oh my god, yeah, I forgot you had both of those.
2: Awful, I got both of those, and then I was in Tampa. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yep,
1: and that game was bananas as well.
2: That was a great game. Three games left. Jenna's Jenna gets two more picks, I get one.
1: Cool. (laughs) Um. Can I choose to not shoot the game? <laughs> <laughs> Jenna just folds. Jenna just no, waves. it just sometimes is all, so all December. They're all December. They're all December. Yeah, let's see. I don't want to shoot two Jets games. That's just... <laughs> I guess it's fun, but... No. I will do... I'll do the Miami game, the second Miami game. Because
2: All right, so this is where it gets tricky.
1: A little Tua action.
2: If...
0: Oh, he'll be benched by then.
2: <laughs> so you'd you'd say you said the second. That was my least favorite game, that Miami game. That was the worst pick I had in the whole schedule on Wait. my board. That was Mr. Relevant. Um, okay. So it's tricky here because do I need to take the Jets game, Jenna? Because otherwise you would shoot four games in a row?
0: Oh, yeah. I think we'd have to make a post-draft adjustment there
2: right? So I'll take jets. You get new England.
0: Yeah. Let's or do do you want to, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Or
2: we can leave the week 18 game up to wherever. I mean, yeah.
0: Maybe.
1: Yeah. Let's do that.
2: Why don't we leave that game off the board? We'll see. Is this we'll when the bills are at, are let's they going for at.
0: 17 and 0 or is that sixteen? What is that? Uh,
2: so week we'll, we'll put week 18 as a to be determined. And that was honestly the best game that I had on my tier two of everything else, home games. Cause I think if that game could be somewhat meaningful,
1: could
0: also be the Case Keenum game while they're hundred percent starters.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true.
0: All right, so you're doing the other Jets This was very exciting. Thank you. Very interesting to see how your two minds work.
2: None of us shoot three games in a row.
0: Yep, which is always the key. All right, so let's go three
1: through. So I have L.A., you have Tennessee, you have Miami, I have Baltimore, you have Steelers, you have Chiefs, the bye week. I have Green Bay game. I have New York. You have Minnesota. I have Cleveland. You have Detroit. Yep. I have Thursday night football. You shoot the Jets game. Then I have the Miami game. I have the uh, Christmas Eve Christmas Eve in Chicago game. You have Monday night football with the, at the Bengals. And then, and then we'll, we'll will figure see. it out. Honestly, yeah. yeah. That's pretty and, good. Yeah. The Baltimore pick, Jenna? Really
2: good pick. I think Thank that's you. the steal of the draft. I've been I I, really yeah, cool value. stadium inner Harbor there. Yeah. Um, you're going to get that in early October. Yeah. It's going to be like, it's going to be like quarter zip weather. It's going to be really good to shoot that game. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that crab cakes. Uh, yep. I think that's, I think it's a really good, it's a really good pick. So yeah. I was,
1: I was talking to Mike about it. And I'm like, I think I'm going to go Baltimore next. And he was very taken off guard that I would choose that.
2: Yeah. I was hoping you would take Miami.
1: Now, see, I, I thought
2: was I, I wanted you to take Miami so I could get Baltimore. See,
0: no, See, I, I had sources close to me telling me what your thinking was, and I just tried to navigate between the two of you without giving up information. I loved uh, but I will say the whole time, you know, I know I was surprised. I know, you know, Kuyper and McShay were surprised that Baltimore was that high on Jenna's list. But when you add the weather and food element to it, you can see why early season.
1: Yeah. Don't get me thing. wrong. I love Miami. If Miami was not in September, I'd be all over it. I just, Jenna, if
2: I would have taken Baltimore, would you have taken KC then? Yeah. All right. So I wasn't going to get both. I was trying to figure out a way. I was going to try and play mind games. I was just going to yeah. try and work away into like, I didn't think, I didn't think I'd get both. Those it, are my.
1: Yeah. The top tier was LA, Kansas city, then Baltimore for me. If if like the Cincinnati game was early on in the season, would have been way higher all day. Yeah, but like, you
2: know, it's a weird game. It's a, that's weird, a weird. Yeah, it's a weird game. Yeah, and so, I'm with you. That New York City trip, sneaky good. It's a drive, which is nice.
0: I for like people driving.
2: that don't. For people that don't understand, like people are like, oh, flying's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Delays. We're, we're we, we bring packed. a lot of equipment. We we bring so much equipment. Yeah. your ca- our camera
1: is stuff. like this big. It's enormous. Yeah. People
0: are going. You get that looks in the airport of. What do you do?
1: Yeah, way, like
0: carry, carry. Just so everybody knows, it's the only time I really carry the camera. <laughs> that is true. Because Mike it's
2: to board the flight earlier than because us. I have this credit yes. card
0: that gets me on certain flights earlier, and we need to make sure we have space to protect the camera. Yeah, and so I'll walk on with it. And be like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I just know how to put this thing away.
2: No, Mike. <laughs> the best is when we board flights and people recognize you. Yeah, and then they go, it's Mike." Mike Catalana it's like ooh, I wonder does anybody work with him and it's like yeah me the best remember the guys I told you the one time guys sitting there on the plane next to me goes man Mike and and Jenna they are so good on the Buffalo Plus I, I just love that stuff And they go and who's that other guy and grin. I have a mask on like this was like yeah you know, and I'm sitting there like as me and he's like you yeah it was me man <laughs> like yeah it was great oh guys like i love God. buffalo plus that youtube channel is great oh mike God. and jenna do a good job and Who then did what you did yeah what do you
1: do uh,
0: oh man that'll I humble me real
1: quick i
0: just think it's because dan's usually so quiet on the podcast that oh my he gosh, wasn't yeah. sure yeah yeah no if there's is, one
1: thing that we see about comments, it, it's,
0: cap, it's captions
2: and Dan needs to shut up like that, that. Those are the two captions we receive the most.
1: I don't know. I get one too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, This was fun. good draft, Jenna. I was going to say this. was Yeah. Pleasure doing business with you. Friend.
0: And I, I think, appreciate
2: um, you again on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I owe you another coffee.
0: Uh, that was it. You owe me more than a coffee. And by the way, <laughs> NFL, can we now just move off of these Christmas games? They're not going to. No, I mean, ne- next season, I guess it would be su- uh, Sunday would, you know, it moves
2: to Monday, Monday, Christmas, yeah, Christmas Monday,
0: Monday. Right? Christmas Eve is a Sunday. <laughs> They'll probably play the games on Saturday. No, no, in the NFL, they won't. Who knows? No. Well, they're yeah. playing the majority the NFL of
2: wants Christmas better. to move. It's like, Hey, yeah. like, Santa, figure it out. Get out of our, out of our day.
1: It's <laughs> so true though. Um, yeah. all right, well, cool. This was fun. Uh, Anything else you guys want to mention? I think we're good. <laughs> okay. We're good. All right. Uh, Mike won't be here. I don't know if we're going to do a podcast next week. I believe we are, but it'll be Dan and I. Uh, yeah.
0: Mike I'm away for a little going? bit. I'm uh, playing a little golf. Yeah. Foreign country. Where? I was going to say,
2: where? At <laughs> Ravenwood in Pittsburgh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> playing in Ireland. Yeah. Mike's yeah. Mike's going to have a good time. Um, yeah.
1: All right. So please be sure to like, comment, subscribe to the Buffalo plus YouTube channel. And also if you do enjoy what we have to say, mostly Mike and I be sure to share it with your friends. It's about par for the course. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us on the Buffalo plus podcast for Mike and Dan. I am Jenna. We will see you next time here on the Buffalo plus YouTube channel.